Welcome to the Cost is Courage podcast. Being a human is hard, and courage is required to do it well. Whether you need a champion or a coach, we've got you covered. I'm Lisa Baker. And I'm Melissa Dyer. And we're so glad you're here. Welcome, and thank you for listening to episode number 18 of The Cost is Courage. And today, we are going to talk about the courage to hope. Yep. And mm-hmm. I know that we are we are talking about what's going on right now in our lives. And so whenever you listen to this episode, you will be like, oh, that was a really interesting thing. Maybe many years in the future. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But right now, we are graduation season 2020. And I have just ridden the hope roller coaster for my high school senior. <laughs> yes. So I will share a little summary of how that went. Graduation was supposed to be at the end of May, but we decided we would hope for a live graduation instead of virtual because we go to a small private school and we thought possibly we would be able to execute post stay at home quarantine life at the end of June, a live graduation. So let me just take you on my journey the last seven days. So on a Friday, I get a call that we think we may not have graduation a week out. I'm given two options that I don't like either one of. They have, you know, they did bring us in and construct a really nice virtual recording so that we would have the backup, backup, backup plan. But none of us want to wait a month and then get the backup, backup, backup plan. Like you you don't wait and then get like the leftovers. That's not fun to do. So I get two scenarios that I'm not really pleased with, but I'm going to stay on the hope train and look forward to a live graduation, hopefully the following Friday. Then I get a call on Tuesday telling me, yes, we're indeed moving forward. Then I get an email on a Wednesday that says, oh, um, we're changing a little bit about how this is going down. Then I get another email on Thursday, day before, said live graduation, that it's getting canceled. And then Friday comes around. I get another email. It's going on. It's going live. The time has changed. The venue's changed. You know, the kids have pushed and politicked. And anyway, we are now the following week. We have had a live graduation that looked very different than what we expected. But again, that is what it feels like to be on the hope train. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, (laughs) navigating disappointments. You know, we had Parents crying, children crying. Some kids didn't come. They just, they couldn't hang on the train. (laughs) They got off. There was backyard graduations. Everybody wasn't there. But in the end, we had fun. It was lighthearted. Very different than what was planned. Mm -hmm. But again, you hang on that train long enough and you push forward and you can usually get some glimmer of what you were reaching for, but I'm proud of the kids. They did take a risk, politic for themselves, push up on the administration to have their way. 
but they have developed some resilience. So they're using it. That's kind of the consequence of being mm-hmm. the, the Corona's the rise, the 2020. So anyway, that is my courage to hope journey I've been on <laughs> like the last 10 days. Well, and graduation is a big deal. It is a know? big deal. It's really high school graduation. You know, it's the first like real one. Yes. It's closure. I think we yeah. really needed some yeah. closure it's and a, it's a big milestone. Yes. I would have been okay with a virtual, but I wouldn't have been okay if you strung me out a month for something I could have had a month prior, because again, I waited, which required me to hope and exercise my courage. So Right. Yes. So, you know, what is hope exactly then? You know, we, I, I've even looked this up in yes. the dictionary for that exact definition. Cause I know I have like my squishy version yes. of it, but uh, according to the dictionary, what we've got is, you know, that it's the feeling that what is wanted can be had or that events will turn out for the best. So it's kind of that, that active belief, you yes. know, that desire. I have a thing yes, that I desire. want. And I believe that it can happen. Hope says, I think that this is still possible. Yes. You know, and giving up hope is hard, sad. Yes. I think, I think too, it's so important to understand the role of desire for us. Like Mm -hmm. we are so led by our desires. So when we, stymie that desire and allow hopelessness to set in it is not a good thing no not a good thing no hopelessness is usually at the root of despair yes which is not not good you know and that's where hope is different from like just blanket optimism you know having a positive outlook on the world like hope is active you're actively hoping for a thing like you have a desire you have like you you're invested in a particular outcome I do think too, you know, desire, when I think about the seat of desire, I think about the heart. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why it takes courage where optimism is uh, more maybe, you know, courage and a mindset, you know, the I'm, I'm controlling with my thoughts and I'm getting my thoughts to kind of pump up Mm -hmm. (laughs) my desires. But the, when it's anchored in your heart and something that you want so badly, it is hope. And it's like, you know, it's a heartbeat, yeah. heartbeat, trying to get some action. And I think you really know when it's hope because it's very hard to kill it. You yeah. know, it has a lot more, um, uh, just it's, it's able to rebound, you know, if really, yeah. it really struggles to exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and for me, our current like season of hope, you know, especially at the time of this recording, you know, my husband and I were in an adoption process. Right. And so there's huge, huge amounts of hope. I mean, this is family and parenthood and, you know, something that we've each wanted for decades. And, yes. You know, there's, you know, so when I say invested, like there's a lot invested in it emotionally in, you know, in a particular outcome. And so that, you know, when we were preparing for this episode, you know, that's like, that's what I relate everything back to because that's the thing where like the most 
hope is going right now. Like our hope bank, like we're, we're withdrawing everything and we're putting it all towards this one thing. Yeah. But it's interesting too, that you say that because, um, when we think about why, like, why does it take, why do you need courage to continue to hope? Well, you've navigated disappointment in this department. Yeah. You know, this is an even, even the way it fleshes out is probably not the way you had hoped it would be decades before, mm -hmm. but that hope is so strong that it is able to um, persevere through disappointments, unmet expectations, mm -hmm. you know, it's able to traverse the time it's taking, you're having to wait for things, um, you're having to be open to, it may look different. Mm -hmm. and, oh, and so much is out of our hands. Right. Just about all of it is out of our hands. Which, <laughs> you know, for the most part, I think most of life is <laughs> basically yeah. out of our hands. Mm -hmm. But we do, we make choices, you know, and you're, cho you're still choosing. That hope is like fighting for just choose, choose, choose in that same direction. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, in terms of like why it requires courage for us. And it's not, you know, only because of past disappointments, but it goes back to that desire, like that we believe that this outcome is possible and knowing that we're making ourselves vulnerable and taking a risk in, in wanting that in case it doesn't come to pass, that that disappointment can be very painful. Yes. And allowing yourself to take the risk. Like when you allow yourself to hope for something, you're taking the risk that you're saying like, I will take the risk for the disappointment in case this doesn't work out. Right. Like that, that risk is worth it to me that I will face potentially devastating pain in order to have the possibility of this outcome. Yes. It takes the emotional and the physical action. Mm -hmm. You know, and so taking, taking steps and yes, you know, the, the thing that, you know, comes up for me so often in conversations with clients, especially is that, so from Shakespeare, it's the only thing that I know <laughs> from Shakespeare <laughs> and it makes me a little sad because it's a difficult one, but like a hard, a hard thought, but basically that expectation is the root of all heartache. Right. According to our friend Shakespeare. Well, and I would use, I would counterbalance that too with scripture. I mean, a scripture that I know by heart from Proverbs is a hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Mm -hmm. And it's that deferral, that unmet expectation time and time and time again. Right. It's so, so hard. Well, and that you need to hope. Like, and that's yes. what the scripture is telling us. So like Shakespeare is right in the expectation, like expecting things is what kind of gets you hurt. But he doesn't address, at least in that line, and I don't know what the rest, like where it's from <laughs> or what the rest of the story is. But we know from scripture and just from real life that, yes. that you, you need to hope you yes. need to have things that you're hoping for. And that can be really hard to do if you have been hurt a lot and have had hopes crushed right. and have not had them fulfilled. You know, that it can, it, that scar tissue is real and that, you know, whatever your, your history is with the thing that you're hoping for, like that's, what will kind of determine exactly how much courage it's going to require. Yeah. And you've got to manage that, that timetable of it probably is going to look different. The timing is going to be different. Um, open and flexible 
mm-hmm. you know, yeah. end game. You want to be a parent? It's like you better be so open-handed with that desire because if when you land there and that's fulfilled for you, you're not going to look back and be like, well, you know, I didn't order, I didn't order up my baby that I said I wanted to look exactly like this, that, and the other and be born on this date. Mm -hmm. I know. And I'm almost laughing right now because one of my children was actually a scheduled C-section and my husband was so pleased he was able to put that in his Blackberry at the time (laughs) (laughs) and not working out exactly how it's supposed to be, but we, you know, gaining, um, the only way to get flexible is to go through that practice of disappointment and that expectation. So the timing and what it's going to look like, you know, and develop that again and again and again. And then you really are fleshing out. Is this something you really hope for? Because if you're unwilling, you know, to navigate that. Right. And so then, you know, thinking about the, like how do we how do we develop our courage to hope and how do we kind of even make hoping like a safer thing to do how does courage come into play and then are right. there other things that come into play yeah you know we've talked about some of that you know that like you just said like being flexible with right. the thing that you're hoping for and so like the the less rigid you learn to be about your outcomes like the more loosely you hold them the you know more okay you can be with like you know, broader range of outcomes, like the, the better you'll do. So even when I was having my, um, my interview as a potential mom, it's a very interesting process. Um, and we're going to be in hope for that. So it may have been a interview for a potential mom, but it's the interview to fulfill the hope you have <laughs> of being a mom. Yes. So one of the things that she was asking me, because, you know, they ask you all about your own personal history. And so I was talking about, like, we're, we were talking about school. And, you know, I was always a very good student and a major nerd and, you know, went to school for a really long time <laughs> for a whole lot of things. Um, and so she asked me, like, how will it be for you if you adopt a child who is not good at school? Like, how Will you handle handle that? (laughs) Yeah. And I thought that that was a really good question. Yes. You know, unfortunately, it's something that I've thought about because, you know, I know my own tendency towards some rigidity and controlling this, especially when it comes to academic things, you know, and so like, I feel like that's just one tiny example in the realm of parenting where it's like, no, I've already pep talked myself about this and, you know, know that whatever, like whatever they're good at or not good at, or, you know, whatever, you know whatever their skills and abilities are, you know, coming at that with like an open and, you know, flexible and just willingness to accept whatever it is versus like, if I needed my kid to like follow in my footsteps and was going to really ride them hard about, you know, being top of their class or getting a full scholar, whatever, like, you know, and so just being, being flexible with, outcomes. I mean, even that we're looking at adoption is a massive flex for us, like a right shift. But you, that was developed because if you didn't learn to navigate the disappointments along the way, you probably wouldn't have grown your courage enough mm-hmm. and your hope would not have developed to the point 
that you could maybe navigate the journey that you're on mm-hmm. now to have that fulfilled. And the thing is, I, you make me think, have you ever seen this illustration? Somebody to talk about how much you can hold that if you put, you know, if you fill your hand open with sand, you can hold a bunch, but the moment you squeeze it, it all runs out. Mm. You just can't hold on to as much if you squeeze tightly. And as uh, a parent of biological children, I'll just tell you, it's like, who are these people? (laughs) (laughs) So I think the, you know, if, if you didn't have the expectation that they would be like you, I would tell people now when they have babies, you know, my advice is give yourself a decade and then you will have figured out this human that you have. Please don't think you're going to like, they're going to think like you or look at the world like you you know, that socialization part can happen with any, you know, any little person. They don't have to biologically be yours because I got some, (laughs) (laughs) I got to run for my money with, with mine um, in a lot of ways. But I do think that that whole idea of our courage is something that can be cultivated and developed and can grow and that's just one of those things, like learn to hold the things that you hope for loosely. Mm-hmm. And most likely you'll have more of them, you know, mm-hmm. in your life. Hold it on tight. You're going to get so distracted by all these unmet expectations mm-hmm. and disappointments. And that's going to be, that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, when well, I think even in holding them loosely, you know, it goes back to something that we've talked about before too, you know, that, that even when a hope is met in a way that you weren't expecting or when you're, you're willing to be flexible that you might still feel sad about that. Like that there might still be some measure of disappointment that it wasn't the ideal. And, you know, I think always leaving room for like the full range of feelings that yes, you got part of it or some of it looks that way or ultimately like, you know, like graduation did happen, even right. if it didn't happen the way that you looked like, but it would be okay if there was also disappointment that it didn't get to be like the usual thing that you guys right. had pictured from when he first entered that school and whatever, yes. like that it's okay to make room for both of those feelings. And I think that's that, like the courage to feel that we talked about before, you know, just having room for all those feelings as well. And I think that that helps with our courage to hope it is like being willing to being willing to feel all the feelings, you know, regardless of how it turns out. And so like that has helped us be willing to move into this adoption process because I mean, I feel like we've tempered our hopes and I've talked to a lot of people to try to make sure that our expectations are realistic. Right. um, But that this is important enough to us that we are willing to be devastated if it doesn't go the way that we want, you know, and we know that and that we move forward with courage anyway Right. Because yes. Which that's not which what we want to happen, me of but we would be okay. The courage to try again. Yes. Like it's all related. It all takes courage. I feel like we're just, we're creating all the this. are touching. Yes, we're creating this web, <laughs> this courage web. Well, that I think that's what's so vital and so important is that courage isn't just one thing, you know, it's just not that like, Oh, I'm afraid. Let me face a fear. You know, um, it's really the, the heartbeat by which we live our lives, you know, Mm -hmm. that 
the more you develop your courage, the bigger life you're going to live. You can get banged up along the way, but in the end, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a graduation and that was good. And now we have closure. Mm-hmm. And Moving in- forward to a whole new, whole new set of needing courage mm-hmm. and hopes. Yes, hopes that he will get to leave for college on schedule, yes. and that all those things will happen. Yeah, you learn to hold a whole lot of things loosely. Yes, a whole lot of outcomes loosely. So we are thankful for that, and our takeaway today is. It does does take courage to hope, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to. You have to. Life without hope is not a life worth living. Mm -mm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Cost is Courage. Being a human is hard, and to do it well, it's going to cost some courage. If you enjoyed this episode, one way you can tell us is by writing us a review. That would mean so much to us. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Thursday. And don't forget to check out the show notes for resources, tips, and other fun surprises. Bye for now.